Hello, and thank you all for joining us once again for another episode of Up and to the Right. I'm Crystal Manu, and I'm so glad that you all are here. Thank you every week for listening and for sharing. Uh, We are so excited to share the good news of Jesus Christ through this podcast, and that would not be possible without you, our viewers, and our listeners. Now, today's episode is very special because we are in revival. It's not on the way, it's not soon to come, it is here. And this is Revival Week, and we're kicking it off with a bang. Number one, we're kicking it off with this podcast with our very own location pastors, Pastor Samson and Pastor Hetty, sitting down to talk about what is revival and how we can all be a part. Now, I want you to mark your calendars to make sure you do not miss our revival experiences. They begin this Thursday here at the Oklahoma City location and go on through Sunday. And if you're watching and listening to us from Guthrie, they are going on at the Guthrie location at each experience. We have three weeks with six speakers. And I wanna give you a quick rundown of who our speakers are. If you're not familiar with them, I encourage you to just take a moment and look them up on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, I promise you are going to be impressed by the lineup of speakers that we have coming. So starting this week, this Thursday, and for Guthrie, Sunday morning at 9.30, we have Greg Ford, followed by Joel Tudman. The following week, we have Choco de Jesus and Nick Calloway. And then wrapping up the three weeks and six speakers is gonna be David Perkins and Sheila Harper. Again, you do not want to miss a single experience. Make sure you mark your calendars if you're watching online or coming on site. We're excited to have you in whatever way that you decide to join us. So again, thank you for watching Up and to the Right, and I hope that you are blessed by what you're getting ready to hear. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Up and to the Right. Man, I am so excited today to be here. We're not normally the people here, Pastor Hetty, are we? No. But we are here today. We're here today. We're going to own it like we are here every week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, hey, uh, I'm Samson Varkis. So the wonderful privilege of being our Oklahoma City pastor. And I have the wonderful, the one and only Pastor Hetty. From the Guthrie location. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is be pretty cool that we get this opportunity to kind of maybe talk about both locations a little bit as well as the revival that's coming up. That's right. Yes. We're so excited. So revival is coming up. Uh, Pastor, what what is going on with the revival? Tell first, just tell us what that is. Oh my goodness! So revival is just this opportunity for all of us to come together and to invite other people to come be a part of this, just to be revived in who God is in our lives and to to be able to be an encouragement to one another, bringing some powerful speakers to speak life into us, but really just to revive us. But we just have so many great things going on, and God's been doing amazing stuff. So wow, yeah. So that's three whole weeks. We got six different speakers. A different one Thursday night, different one Sunday. Um, it, it, it's going to be awesome. Uh, but I don't know. Like I was just thinking about, like, what's your craziest revival story? Oh my! Goodness. Do you have a crazy revival story? <laughs> yeah, I was telling uh, Crystal. Uh, the, I think we were all talking about it in our social media meeting. Just there was this one time there was this guy, and you know sometimes preachers have towels. You know, just like a little hand towel, or yeah, a, a, a handkerchief to kind of touch yourself with the sweat. This guy had this big old uh, white towel on the podium and 
at some point he went for that towel and it was just gigantic and he kind of touched himself up but then all of a sudden he let it go yeah it was a dry towel like a bathe towel like that you used to get out of and i mean for some reason my uh uncles and aunts we were all young we just thought that was the most hilarious thing and i think we went home and got bathe towels and started acting like we were him <laughs> <laughs> But it was just crazy stuff, like crazy good stuff. Because yes. I mean, those are moments that I we still remember and talk about. Yeah, and I, I think God uses those kind of moments for oh, our lives. I remember one time when I was a kid, uh, we were at you know like the old like camp revival type yes. things. It was, but it was like a like a student ministry camp thing when I was probably like a senior, or maybe a junior in high school. And we went to, uh, it, it was like a, so it's a camp thing. So you're there, you're up all hour. You never sleep at camp. If you have kids that are going to camp, yeah, you just know no they don't sleep, sleep no. for like, uh-uh. you know, three days in a row. Yeah. And so we're up all night. And so the, the, the pastor who's preaching is going, I mean, he's just preaching, right? And I'm starting to like doze off in my seat. And it was just like, just leaning over, going to sleep, going to sleep. And then I guess he had asked everyone to stand up and we're all sitting in these like metal chairs, you know, like you see those little metal folding chairs and everyone stands up and I'm the only one seated in this whole auditorium. And there's like 400 students there. Right. And I'm the only one seated. And then the guy next to me, he was a buddy of mine or not really a buddy of mine. Right. Yeah. But he's like trying to get me up. So he kicks my chair but it was like one of those moments where like the pastor had everybody just like oh stay quiet. It's like yes. pin drop silence. Yes. He kicks my chair, it's huge clanging noise throughout the whole auditorium. <laughs> Everyone turns around, looks at me, and I'm just like, Oh my goodness. I'm like wiping drool off my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, that's how I revived that, in that yes, moment. Yeah. Yes, I yes. needed to be revived after that. You know, you mentioned uh, before that you talked about. Um, Three weeks, six, six speakers. Yes. And so here in Oklahoma, at our Oklahoma City location, we have Thursday night, we have Sunday night. That's right. I mean, Sunday. We have Thursday night and Sunday. In Guthrie, we have a, a, a 930 experience and an 11 experience. So both those speakers are going to be different for the 930 and the 11 is the way that we're getting in our six speakers in three weeks. And so I just want to make sure that people know. Yeah. You can come to Guthrie uh, on Sunday and get two different speakers. So it's going to be a very exciting time. That's right. And you know, in the past we've done revival, you know, we've done it like back to back nights, mm-hmm. uh, but we really wanted this to be something that is special for our church. So we're doing it kind of three weeks long the whole month. Uh, but we we're doing it in a way where anybody can come on a time that they're normally coming to church. Yeah. But we know because you got the special, you might want to plan to to come on a Thursday and a Sunday yes. or come to a 930 and 11, right? Yeah. So that you're planning accordingly, preparing for that. But Pastor Hedy, like, what does it really mean though? Like, what does it mean for us as a church? You know, because uh, Pastor Rodney actually shared this with our team not too long ago, uh, where, you know, people are always asking like, Pastor, we need to pray for revival. We need to pray for revival. And the reality is, we kind of see God already moving. Yeah. Right. God's already moving in our church and it's kind of a special thing right now. Tell me a little about kind of what you're feeling. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. There's been some amazing things coming out of COVID, right? We have this year of COVID and God was doing some amazing things during that COVID where thinking about revival, I feel like he was reviving us in the, one of the most craziest times ever. And, and some of that was through baptism. Yeah. Like we were baptizing people every week 
and we found a way to do that in uh, swimming pools and just different ways to continue to baptize people and, and see God doing miraculous things. Uh, the ability to see people, uh, our reach online was crazy yeah. uh, during the pandemic. So all these things to me, I feel like God's already been reviving us and we need to acknowledge how good he's been to us in those times. But you never can go wrong with just saying we're going to have a straight up revival and just spend this time with these this many great speakers to speak into our lives. But God has been reviving for a good little time here at North Church. Oh, absolutely. Like, so let's talk about groups like uh, meeting, meeting earlier today. I called you Mr. Small Group yeah. <laughs> because like if anybody represents what it means to like live life in community, it's you. Yeah. Right? You, that, you're all about it. But I love the way that God is moving in our North groups, mm. right? And we've just seen so many people starting to connect and 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 really find that glue that keeps them coming to church, right? Yeah. Keeps them committed to church and growing in their faith uh, and being a part of a group. Um, and a lot of young people too. Yeah. Like that's a unique thing right now. It's a lot of young people connected to I, I talked to some uh, group leaders yesterday. They were, they were staying late. I, I left church yesterday at one forty-five. There's two young ladies standing there talking, talking about their, their North group. They haven't left church yet. Yeah. You know, I'm like, part of me is like, can y'all leave now? Cause we got to close this. <laughs> yeah, we right? lock up. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've been experiencing some of that in Guthrie too, where I feel like that's small group, right? When yeah. people want to hang out after the experience is over in these little pockets of just doing life together. But we've now been pushing them at the Guthrie location outside onto the porch. Come on. They can stay out there as long as they want That's to. That's right. We've Come locked on. down. They're hanging out. Kids are running <laughs> all over the place. But at the same time, it's like, I love this. Yes. I want to see more of it where people are just connecting in these smaller groups, yeah. even beyond the the, the uh, Sunday experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to encourage you, if if you're not part of a group, I think that's one of the most life-giving things that you could mm -hmm. be part of. So I, I talked to you a little bit about earlier, um, you know, June for our family, for the Varghese family, June has been like the worst month of 2021, right? It's been like 2020 all in, in one month for us. <laughs> it was uh, like COVID in one month. Yeah, it was like everything that could go wrong went wrong. Uh, but one of the things that was really encouraging for us uh, was actually our group uh, because of the way that folks in our group stepped up to help us and to just encourage us, send us messages, uh, just be there for us. Um, it was honestly one of the most special things for us. Um, and you know, we don't, we don't like, we're not saying, Oh, you got to join a group. So like, you know, when you go through a bad time, but actually kind of, you oh, know, yeah, like, no, for real, no, seriously. Like I think about acts two, yeah. right. Where, uh, it talked about, they were doing, uh, going from house to house, having church, but in that, one of the things that it, that it talks about is like they were helping one another meet needs, yes. right? It's yes. so much so that they were willing to go and pay, uh, sell their stuff in order for uh, the people that they're doing life with yep. needs, needs were met. And so I think a lot of being in small groups, the important reason is for those hard times. Yeah. And uh, so you won't get lost in the, the big crowd of things. You are in a narrow place where you can be acknowledged and people will know when you're going through hard times to help you get through those, those transitions. Yep. So, yep. And talking about community, I think a place that community happens is in serving, mm. right? Uh, you see the way people are serving in the church. I, to me, that's what revival looks like. Yeah. Uh, there's a unique passion right now I'm seeing in, in folks, in our volunteers, the way that they're giving above and beyond the way that they're serving. 
uh, it's it's special. I don't know if you're seeing that with with what's going on with Guthrie. Yeah, I think some of the stuff that we're seeing is that people are starting to come back because of COVID. And yeah. one of the first things they're trying to do is get plugged into into uh, serving. Yeah, and uh, and so and that's always a need for us. Uh, I think I was having a conversation with a couple of younger gentlemen uh, yesterday, and and they were talking about people serving, and I was like, well, the crazy thing is like Jesus even acknowledged the need of people serving. Mm -hmm. And one of the things he said to do was to pray. Yeah. And so I think we just keep praying that God continues to help this, this thing revive in us to where we want to continue to meet because serving is really about meeting each other's needs. Like there's a need that happens on Sunday mornings and beyond, uh, that, that needs to be fulfilled. And, I think we jump in there and do that and that helps others. Yeah. Be a blessing and, others. And you mentioned prayer, you know, uh, this next Tuesday, not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday after, uh, the last Tuesday of the month, we do our prayer meeting in which right ha- happens to be right in the middle of our yeah, revival right. experience. Yeah. Uh, so it should be jam packed. Yes. You know, if you're mm-hmm. part of a revival and then there's a prayer meeting during the span of that revival, you should be at the prayer meeting. <laughs> yes, like, come on. <laughs> yes, you should. But you know, I, Pastor Hattie, I, I shared this with our OKC uh, folks, I think like the 10 and the 11, 30. But, um, you know, last Tuesday, I think you were actually right next to me. We were going around praying for people. Yeah. It was at the very end of uh, our prayer meeting. And I, I saw this young lady and our eyes met and I knew she was at looking for prayer. And I walked over and I just prayed with her. And like immediately, as I'm praying, like sometimes you just know it's like the Holy Spirit because it's like just these drops of tears. Like I yeah. feel like falling on my hand. Right. Uh, and there was just like this prayer that I prayed over her. Just I could tell like the thing she was struggling with in that moment was just her identity in Christ, yeah. who she was. Um, and I just began to just pray for her just to realize that she is a daughter of the king. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's that freedom I, I, I could see that she was experiencing in that moment. But there's so many times of just us coming together. And I've just been seeing that more and more every time we gather more and more people being a part of those prayer gatherings. Uh, I don't know if you're seeing that. It just feels so special to me, right? Yeah, no, I think prayer is something where it's it's it's, it's the access to God. Like us, just come. Like, why wouldn't you want to just come with your brothers and sister and just talk to God and just yeah. thank Him and acknowledge Him for who He is to enter His courts with praise and then just keep praying. And, and He said the Bible says that we should do that without ceasing. So. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Um, you know, and then obviously gathering together. I think that's where we see revival, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and people just coming regularly. And, and that's one of the things I'm seeing more and more is people coming back to church. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't know what it, I actually saw a family yesterday. Um, it was their first weekend back since COVID, wow. since even, I think actually a little bit before COVID too. Wow. Um, but they were so excited to be back and uh, they came forward for prayer at the end. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like when you see your family. I don't know. You, you treat everybody like you haven't seen like family in a long time, but it's kind of like that, you know. Like, yeah. like I haven't seen this person in a real long, and I just want to like just hug them yeah. and love on them. To me, that's a revival. Feels like that mm, is just welcoming good. back. You yeah. know? No, that is so good. Yeah, I think that is a part of the revival is us coming together as a family, intentionally seeking God's face wanting something miraculous to happen something super special and not that you don't want that on your normal sunday morning at your normal sunday morning experiences but revival is like no we're really going after this yes we really want to see god show up 
in the most craziest ways in our lives and in the people's lives that's in the room. And but a part of the going back to that gathering and that revival, which I, I every week I think you should be part of a gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, in Hebrews ten twenty four, it talks about this is the time that we can encourage one another to love and do good. Yeah. In that loving and doing good, when you take that back out to your communities and in your neighborhoods, and you begin to do that. I think now you're having this opportunity for revival to happen in your city, in your community, because you're going out and you're being the hands and feet of Jesus. And there's nothing more that's going to draw people when they start seeing you do miraculous things like just showing up in people's lives. That's what Jesus did. Jesus went around doing things for people and people started being drawn to that. Big crowds started following him. Imagine all of us as believers out in our cities, in our communities, being intentional about impacting people's lives through doing good and loving them. Yeah. Come on, revival. Come on. And you know what I love about revival is it gets us out of that uh, being like these crusty Christians. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so in our reading, uh, and I th- maybe this stuck with me because we just saw it with the chosen last week of Jesus healing the man on the mm-hmm. Sabbath, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then the 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 Pharisees are real angry because yeah. they're like, well, why would you heal him on? There's 30 more minutes in the day just waiting. And then, um, and we were reading this passage and it was the passage of, um, uh, the, it's the guy with the, the shriveled hand, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. And Jesus' disciples had just eaten some food and they're like, well, you're harvesting on the Sabbath or whatever. And so the Pharisees look at Jesus and they're trying to trap him. They're like, is it right to, you know, to do good things, oh, to heal God. on the Sabbath? And Jesus said like, man, how many of you like, you know, like if, like, if your horse or your donkey or whatever falls in the ditch, like you wouldn't go pick that, that, that creature out. Like you yeah. wouldn't save that. This is, it's not bad to do good things on the Sabbath. Um, but wh- what I took away from it is, you know, sometimes we as believers put these limitations on God mm. of like what God can do and where God can do. Yeah. Um, and for us, what revival looks like is, you know what? coming out of a pandemic what can god do yeah you know how yeah. can we open how can things look come on jesus uh, can god move in a podcast you don't yeah, know right like you never know and, and you being able to say you know what i'm not going to put rules or these limitations on god it's mm-hmm. a god can only move this way because this is the way he moved in the past this is the rules that i've established for god and revival is just saying you know what god i'm submitting to you yeah uh, i'm letting you do the healing work yeah. um and you're going to do good things wherever it's happening come on you know yeah and I, so one i want to say that i think that came from the daily reading yes which yep. that's what the whole church is uh following along in the in our daily reading that we're doing together as a church um in that i also love that jesus said I'm essentially, I feel like you can correct me if I'm wrong. He said, I'm the creator of the Sabbath. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> I do it. Essentially, like, he just, I feel like he's like, I can do whatever I want. I created this thing. Do you not know who I am? Yeah. And and that's the same thing. It's like, no, God can do whatever he wants. He's the creator of us. Yeah. He created this whole thing. He can change it up however he wants to. And I think when you have that mindset of like, oh, no, God created this thing. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't create it. God did. And so uh, I think just revival is about showing up and having this thought that like God's the one that did all this. Yeah. He can do whatever He wants with it, and we want to see Him continue to do good with it. That's right. Well, you know, we're so excited. We're excited for revival, not just as a series that we're doing 
you know, starting, but we're excited because God is already moving in yeah. North Church. He's already moving in Guthrie. He's yeah. moving in OKC. He's moving in Lexington, yeah. right? He's moving in Freedom House. Uh, and it's been such a cool thing over the last year uh, to see the way that God has uh, both grown our church in terms of not just numerically, but in terms of our character as a church. Um, and I, I think I, I think it's just so special in this mm-hmm. season. And so I want to encourage you, um, you know, I always like to think, I, we talked to our team today about this. I always like to think about, man, this weekend could be the last time someone comes to church. Mm. Your invite might be the last time that someone might invite somebody to church. And so be thinking, who is that person I can invite that maybe they have, they give God one more shot and this is that chance and I am that person. Yeah. Um, and make most of those moments, invite somebody to come and be a part of these experiences because I know it's going to change their life. Uh, so be inviting, be praying for revival, uh, and get ready for God to bring the harvest. You know, one of the things that they say in sales is you try to get as many no's as you can to get a yes. Oof, that's good. So I just want to encourage you to get out there and get as many no's as you can in order to get that yes, to get that one person here because getting those uh, letdowns is worth it. You get that one person here who needs to be here. Come on.